You're listening to the Brandon Bishop Podcast. Here he is, the owner of Asai TV, lead singer of the One-Eyed Buffalo, former pro wrestler, former army soldier, published author, cat lover, host of Go There, Eat That, Super Proud Dad, and all that, Brandon Bishop. I am very, very tired today. Yes, the first sentence of this episode is me bitching about being tired. You see, I've got these neighbors about 50 yards away from me that... Ah, they they, they really love salsa music. Like the Mexican carnival music that makes me go insane... When I have to listen to it in my living room or in my bedroom. And a couple nights ago, they decided at, you know, one o'clock in the morning when my kids got to get up to school at six to just literally bass thump this salsa music to the point where our windows were rattling. And um, that's my dishwasher in the background, by the way. Yeah, my kitchen's kind of close to the office. And it just made this farting noise. If I farted, I'd I'd totally tell you. I totally would. I'd laugh about it and make a whole bit about it, whatever. But anyways, um, so they woke me up. And I'm, like, yelling out the window. Like, the first thing I said is, are you stupid? And he got no response. I said, excuse me, are you stupid? And I was, like, in the break between music. And then they turn it louder. That's the kind of people these people are. That's the kind of people they are. They're just trash, garbage human beings. And I don't mean that on a social scale. I don't mean that on a wealth, like, grading or anything like that. I don't know them. I don't know who they are. I don't care. But they suck as humans, okay? If you, and I'm talking to you right now, are forcing people to listen to your shitty music inside of their houses, if you're thumping stuff to astronomically throbbing levels and you can see people's windows and doors, you know, where they live and sleep and have dinner and raise their kids and and live... Uh, You're an asshole. You're a complete garbage human being. You're an asshole. And yes, I'm starting off this podcast episode a little negative because it set a precedent because I was up for an hour after that. And then one of my mixed tiles, the little pictures that you stick to the wall, you order them and they come all packaged and everything. And they're wonderful. I have a hundred of them. One of those fell off. I literally just went back to sleep. It was like 2.30 in the morning. And I hear, so it falls off, hits two shelves, and then lands in the couch. So I'm like thinking someone's breaking into my freaking apartment. I'm like, maybe one of these idiot neighbors that are thumping their music heard me yelling out the window, figured out who it was, and now they're trying to break into my apartment. I go into my kid's room. He's still awake. I don't know if it was because of the music or whatever, because he's a freaking night hawk and doesn't sleep ever when he's supposed to. When he's not supposed to, he's out like a freaking light. But anyways, I had to, took me 15 minutes to figure out it was one of the pictures that fell. So then you're looking at what, three o'clock in the morning. And then, um, my cat, my beloved cat, who's sitting down by my feet right now, uh, nice and quietly for once, she starts meowing. Uh, she's like, I'm awake. Meow. I want everybody else to be awake. Meow. Pay attention to me. Meow. 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 There's a turd in my cat box. You got to get it out. Meow. And, and, and then I just I had to close my door and lock her out. You know, I hate yelling at her, but 
when it's four o'clock in the morning and you're deadly tired, and I mean the word deadly, I felt like I was going to pass out. And then the alarm goes off at six to get the kid to school. And I know, oh God, Brandon, these are first world problems. Um, and they are. And, and, but they're still first world problems, whether or not they're what world they're in, there's still problems in them. And then the next night there was no excuse. I am, I took us like an hour nap when I got back from dropping off the kid and then I could not sleep anymore. I got packages I had to wait for, which I'm waiting for one right now. I've, um, man, I just couldn't sleep. I couldn't freaking sleep. And so I wake, I was up till three 30 in the morning. And my kid fell asleep at like 7 p.m. because he was just tired and out. And then he wakes up at like 3 in the morning. So we're up at 3 o'clock in the morning just hanging out. He's playing a video game. We're just talking. It was actually very nice just hanging out in his room, just, you know, being dad and son. We don't we don't get enough of that time. Uh, but then, you know, he fell asleep for two hours and I fell asleep for maybe two hours. And then we get up at 6 in the morning again, took him to school this morning. And I've literally slept a total of five hours in the last two days. And I had some super coffee by Kitu, K-I-T-U. And it's given me enough energy to get through this podcast. But my first world bullshit problems don't mean anything. Uh, They just don't mean anything because there's a lot worse. Uh, Scott Hall, professional wrestling legend, uh, just passed away. He fell, broke his hip, okay, or hurt his hip and somehow, uh, or hurt his back. He fell and broke something, and then through the surgeries he got for that, he had blood clots that gave him three heart attacks, and he just died yesterday. Scott Hall is dead, one of the biggest names in the sport of pro wrestling, which I've loved since I was a child. Is just he died yesterday and it sucks. So there's you know, I'm not him, okay? I'm just a little tired. I think I'll get through it. And I want you to kind of identify with what I'm saying right now because I know you've got something to bitch about. And yes, it may be very worth bitching about these asshole neighbors over there thumping their salsa music. Yes, it is definitely worth bitching about when they wake you up at 1 30 in the morning or if they play that crap to the point you can hear it in your living room at any point of the day. I don't care if they're bumping my favorite damn song. Be respectful. Yes, that's a problem. But there's people dying out there. Uh, My dear friend Laura, her beloved grandmother, BB, she just died. And I got to meet her, and she was such a fun, loving, beautiful woman. And, ah, damn it. It's just, you know, I'm not going through that. Matter of fact, my life is pretty damn good. So me being a little tired for a couple days is, you know, it's going to pass. Whatever you got going on is going to pass and you're going to be just fine. And that also wasn't a fart. That was my chair. See, I can do it again. I had my foot up here and that's what you heard. Trust me, if I fart, I will let you know. But damn it. Um, seeing my friends upset and just devastated. That sucks. That is worth whatever negative energy you put into it. Um, yeah, me being tired, you know, shut the fuck up, Brandon. You know, to be honest with you, just shut the fuck up. I got coffee. I've got a lot of things to keep me occupied. Hopefully tonight I will be able to catch a sleep and then I'll be fine. 
or I won't be able to sleep tonight again. I got some kind of insomnia going on and I just drop dead from being exhausted. That could happen, but then I won't care. I'll be gone. I'm done. <laughs> like my job is done here. But you know, some of you might be upset and I'd feel bad about that. Actually, no, I wouldn't feel bad about that because I wouldn't feel anything. Anyways, uh, what I'm really getting at is overseas right now, there's a lot of shit going on. It's just every day, worse and worse and worse, this whole Putin invading Ukraine thing. And I finally got a hold of one of my really, uh, one of my friends over there. I've talked to another one. I've talked to Nazar and he has been going through a lot. His grandmother lost his house. They they had to flee to, uh, um, is it Hungary? Uh, damn it. I, I space every time I think about what country they went to. I think it's Hungary they had to go to. It wasn't Poland. I, they went to one of those other other countries out there that are welcoming immigrants, thank, immigrants thankfully. But, you know, I'm not going through what he's going through. And I'm going to be talking to um, my friend Alina who's done a lot of stuff in the television business in Ukraine. That's her home. And, uh, oh, man, she's in Los Angeles right now. Good for her. I'm glad she's safe. She's a wonderful, beautiful person. And I am very much looking forward to uh, getting her on the phone. You know what? I think I'm going to start. I'm also, I'm also going to talk to my friend Chantel Danga uh, from Asai TV's A Call to Adventure a little bit later. So it's going to be a lot of talking on this episode. And... um yeah, just uh, oh, I'm talking to her because we're going to start another podcast next week or a radio show, talk show, uh, which is all about being single and relationships and sex and fun stuff like that. I love Chantel. Uh, she's infectious in the best possible ways. Uh, she has an addictive personality. You'll catch that, I'm sure, when I'm talking to her uh, a little bit later. But I really want to get Alina on the phone. So um, why wait? Alina, how are you? <laughs> Hi, Brendan. I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. I haven't heard your voice in forever. It's been a long time. I, um, we're both in the yeah. we're both in the TV business and the, the business of pointing camera at things and telling stories, and that's how we met. And I've always wanted to go to Ukraine, so I wanted to make friends over there. Uh, it's one of those uh, bucket list places for me, and it, and it still is. And uh, and like I talked to you last week, and you said as soon as all this stuff's over with, let's uh, let's get me over there. <laughs> yeah. um, and I'd love to have you as a tour guide. You're in Los Angeles right now. Uh, were you, how long have you been in Los Angeles? And were you there like within the last two weeks? Were you there when everything started over there? And just tell me you're okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just, I'm in Los Angeles right now. I landed one week ago, so I'm here just one week. Um, very new brand. And, you know, um, I'm here with my friend, very close friend. And uh, this is a place I feel very safety. Actually, I remember the first time, the very first time we had a video call. Um, it was like something four years ago. Has it been I that remember, long? Yeah, four years ago. I remember even even more, maybe four and a half. So I remember that period. I I, I did 
some research about uh, the the channel about channels who streamed horror and kind of non-scripted show and i found your company on wikipedia actually oh, okay. and i found your contact yes and i remember we had a talk about uh some opportunity yeah it was a good conversation i remember i just dropped my kid off at school and i was walking around the park for like two hours for like an hour talking to you and it was a a wonderful little conversation. It was really cool to get to know you. And I've got a few friends over there um, in Ukraine right now. One's actually in, uh, I can't remember what, the, what, what is it, Hungary? That's like right next door to Ukraine or one of those places over there, not Poland. Yeah. yeah he, he, Poland, uh, Hungary, yeah, Slova- Slovenia, Slovenia, and um, um, Moldova, Romania. Gotcha. That countries that countries uh, are neighbors for us. Well, for where do you yeah. where where do you call home in Ukraine? I call Kiev my home. Right in the so thick of the it. Ki- yeah, the Kiev actually is my home, uh, the capital. Um, I grew up in the in the town called Rivne. Is um, on the west side of Kiev, uh, west side of Ukraine, close to Poland. Uh, but I moved uh, to Kiev when I was 15, and Kiev is actually my true home. So, like everyone over here, I it's it, I don't I don't know how to talk about this kind of stuff because it, it's a it's a horror that none of us can possibly yeah. understand. So it's not like I can say, oh, well, you know, I, I feel for you and I understand. And I don't. And nobody else does unless they're over there. Um, what was your path? What was your path out of Ukraine to Los Angeles? I've heard nightmare stories about long traffic lines and just impossible issues. Uh, how hairy was it before you left? And how did you get out? Um, actually, my path looks like nightmare or like a horror movie. I even uh, cannot realize that was happened to me and that was happened to uh, all people and all my friends and families. Actually, um, it was starting February 24th and I remember that I woke up very early, something like 6.30, and I got a call from my actually American friend. Um, Julia called me, and you know, the the war uh, came to Ukraine. The war is starting right now. I, I said her, I remember, I said her, no, no, it's just news, you know, nothing special. But then I found uh, on the on the my phone screen like lots of lots of missed calls, you know, and like friends called me, sent message like Alina, it's war, it's war, it's war. And I remember that I I got some very uh, deep anxiety, uh, and I remember I took some clothes, you know, and. Uh, get out myself from from the from the apartment and went to. Um, I was trying to find ATM because the first thing I remember I need the cash because if this is really war I need money I need the cash uh, to get somewhere you know to get uh, 
to get petrol, to get um, food, uh, to have possibility to buy something. So I went to ATM um, just right the corner of my building and I found like huge line of the people, huge line. And remember, it was like 7 a.m. And I was staying that line for one hour and I get I, I got some cash and I remember that my body was shaking and I couldn't I couldn't understand what's going on. Uh, this, uh, this this was like the very beginning of my feeling um, February 24th. So then next day I just I I had a couple of calls and then next day I remember that I made a decision run away because um, I'm a single, I'm alone and my father and mother live separate life and my father have another family. My mother lives in another city. So my granny is in a safe place and I was just my, by myself and uh, I remember that I wanted to find a company, you know, to go away, to go out from Ukraine. From Ukraine. And yeah, it took one day. I found a company through my Kite community chat on Telegram. And um, yeah, yeah, the, the whole trip took like something five days. So we actually hadn't sleep much. We slept in my car. So my car is another story. My car is a Mini Cooper. So oh, you understand that. The, the, yeah. How many it's were in it? Small. Uh, four people plus dog. Four people in a Mini Cooper. Yeah, four people in a Mini Cooper and one dog. Oh, my God. You could put four, like, dwarf, like, little people in there and it'd still be cramped. You could put, you could yeah. put four dogs in there and it'll be cramped. Uh, so Plus suitcases and plus bags. Oh, my So, goodness. of course, not a, not a lot. So, everyone took as much as they can, they could. Um, yeah. yeah I was and just going to ask, like, you basically grabbed... Yeah important stuff i guess and just some what yeah. clothes and maybe some food or something and so all your other stuff is in i mean stuff isn't important you can't take it with you after you you know after you die whatever but it, it, you're st you got a house and you got stuff just sitting there does that weigh on yeah. you at all wondering what's happening to you know to everything you own and um actually another horrible things happened yesterday um, my neighbor, I mean, the, the guy from the same building I lived about, uh, from another apartment, uh, he texted me that my neighborhood was being bombed and, um, yeah. And there's some very important, um, spot like manufacture something. So, and he sent me, sent me the picture that window and glasses of whole windows in the building in the this flat of black are crushed so especially in, in my apartment as well so uh yeah and this is another story but actually yeah we left everything i, I took just only one um suitcase small one pretty much like middle size i took some clothes and um and uh, two, two, uh, two sneakers. Yeah, 
and uh, and what I took my uh, harness, kite kiteboarding harness, <laughs> it was pretty much expensive, you know. And I thought, oh my gosh, yeah. so I need to take it, my harness. So um, you're hopping in a Mini Cooper. What, 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 where did you go? Did you go to Poland? Did you? Yeah, uh, yeah. We went. We decided to go to Poland. Um, so I was uh, in touch with with many people actually, and just because I work in media industry and um, and I work especially my responsibility is to sell Ukrainian content abroad uh, to sell to the non-Russian speaker territories. That's why I have lots of contacts abroad. So in Poland uh, also. And um, one of my colleagues, actually, she's my distributor, uh, is so kind and with such a big heart girl, a woman girl, yeah, better to say, yeah. And uh, she she invited us. She said, no worries, you can stay with us. She told me, like, um, like her apartment is open for us. So, uh, yeah whole trip took five days we choose not typical uh, roads because just you know we went to some so we got we got message and locations uh from another friend of my friend and he was driving um by not typical roads and he sent me message so alina you can go to you need to go to that town you need to go to that village you need to go to that spot so it wasn't typical trip you know when you're driving it was very um anxiety trip shall i say <laughs> did you uh like film with your phone or anything a lot of the journey that's that that you yeah, took from from home to yeah. la yeah, I, I I have a couple of video. Yeah, I took a couple of pictures. Yeah, I have it. I will send you. Yeah, I, I it's it, I don't want to gawk at it. I'm not trying to exploit it. But if you have a story to tell, I have a platform. It's one of those kind of things. Um, I'm I'm just blown away. When it first started, the first thing that came to my head was, it's 2022. This is lame. Like what? We don't yeah. shoot shoot at each other and drop bombs on each other anymore you know i mean yeah. it was lame when the u.s did it to iraq it was lame when we were doing it to afghanistan like we hated yeah. it just, just like a lot of russian people hate this whole thing that now that they're finally yeah it's leaking out to them do you have friends or even family in russia that just have no idea what's going on um I don't. Uh, no one from my family and relatives actually uh, are in Russia. So, um, but I have friends, Russian friends, um, here in America and in Poland and on Bali, in Indonesia. So what, they are texted me. What, and, what are they saying? Uh, so they they are in shock. You know, they got a shock. They they texted me. They wanted to know if I am safe. So they they really, I think they they don't understand what's going on. So for whole world, you know, not in Ukrainian, it's like nightmare. It's like movie. It's like reading the news. But even for some people in Ukraine, they they are just um, uh, they are in some situation when they need to survive. 
So they don't have a chance even to think, to realize. Nothing like psychologists think. They just don't have. They survive right now. And even parents of my friend, uh, Julia, who is actually hosted me here in Los Angeles, uh, her parents um, lives, uh, live um, in Chernigiv, something like 100 kilometers from, from Kiev, from the capital. And Chernigiv, the town doesn't have electricity, war, war, and anything like that. So uh, they have chance to charge their phone just only one time a week. Uh, You could follow the breadcrumbs of why this is happening. A lot of people could blame it on the United States for their encircling, you know, their military presence over there. There's a lot of you can go back a long way with this thing, all the way back to the probably the 50s of why this is happening today. Um, Yeah, I think I think, you know, uh, that my feeling I, I, I can be wrong, but yesterday I realized that NATO American president, European government, like uh, they are all just watching from, you know, like they step by and watch this situation in Ukraine and think like, hmm, we steer, we think and we send help, we pounce food, um, other like mm, immediate things and just, yeah, we'll see when it's going to be over but no one helped it's like it's like they watch movie uh, and uh, of course i blame because we are human and just you know like uh no one biden and european government never uh, take back kids who's that da- who's dead you know uh never back parents who's dead for kids who are no with no home, homeless and everything. They, uh, yeah, of course, uh, sooner or later it's gonna be over. Like uh, America will help us with the money. Europa, uh, uh, Europe will help us with the money, and we rebuild and uh, we we back to normal. Uh, I pray for that. But no one will back the the kids. You know the dead people who di- who died. It's like it's like something very. You know, for me. Oh, it drives me crazy because, like, the you think the news is bad in Russia. The news is bad here. All they care about is here's how many's dead right now. Here, here's a number for you. Here's how many's died today. And it, it's so exploitive and just freaking annoying. And honestly, if yes. you if you follow the money, that's all you have to do is follow the damn money that you know the United States basically bought Ukraine and Russia wants Ukraine back, and it's a money thing. It's always money, money, money. Money's more important than every single life, according to these assholes. According to every, it, it, it's 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 embarrassing to be a human right now. Just watching this stuff, it's embarrassing to be a, an American. It's embarrassing to be anybody. It's just embarrassing to be a human because we're watching these people die, and all they're talking about is you know money, 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 and that's really all that's important. If you follow the money, and, you'll see why this yeah. is happening. Money's and not more important than human life. I, I, at least I don't think yeah, it is. And, and elections, and elections, they cares about. Um, uh, elections, upcoming uh, like wars and everything, they don't think about yeah money and elections. Yeah, that's pretty much. Who will much be it. next power? Who will be next power? 
So, and uh, just someone think that you, Ukraine, uh, Ukrainians never ever belong to someone. We have a, such a deep and long history. And this history, like, go step deeply than Russia even exists. And Russia is very, like, you know, Russia, Russian Federation is like, you know, um, being like different nationalities. Like uh, when you look deeply to Vladivostok, it's close to Japan, to China, uh, Buratia, it's completely another nation. Uh, when you when you look another side close to the Germany, uh, you know, like uh, Russia took just one part of Germany, and now it's called uh, Kaliningrad. But it wasn't before; it was German city. So Russia just making like Russian government and Putin, uh, they doing crazy things. They just think that I can go somewhere and take part of the land. Yeah, it's like I said, it's embarrassing to be a human. It really is right now. And the thing is, is like you immediately start hating the Russians. It's not the Russian people. You know, this is a. Yeah. Because I, I guarantee you, I despise more people that live in this country than I do in any other country. There's just straight up awful people here. And yes. there's awful people in Russia. There's probably there's awful, awful people in Ukraine. There's awful people everywhere. But everywhere, it's it's not the Russian people. There's wonderful people. I've got I consider them friends in Russia that are just I can't get, get in touch with them now. Of course, but it's yeah. it's just ah, it's, I, I hate it so much. It, it's literally a handful of people that are just power hungry, money hungry, greedy, nervous psychotic and just killing people that are just, I mean, it might as well be stepping on ants for them. You know, it, it's embarrassing. Uh, now do you have, you, you said you do have some family that's still in and around uh, Kiev or, or have they yeah, managed to uh, get out? Actually? Uh, yeah. My father's family uh, located in Kiev and I'm in touch with them. They are safe. They have a house um, not in the city, but uh, close to them. And my my mother and my granny are safe as well. Yeah, they are in Ukraine. And so the, the only thing, how can I help? Just to call or text my friends and ask them to deliver, like, by hand, physically, deliver some cash to my mom. So I'm able, like, you know, to send the money online through my bank account and my friend uh, can can go to my mom and give her money, cash. So this is the way, how can I help her? Uh, so, and I'm happy that my father and uh, mother number two are safe. So, and actually, what are you saying? Yeah, I totally agree with you, uh, but... Uh, what I can say that most of the Russians uh, in in Russia right now are blind. They are blind because uh, most of the Russians are very pe- poor people, very poor. Their salary uh, just realized, uh, like middle, like average salary in Russia, something like a couple of hundred dollars per month. So. They are able just only, you know, um, buy food and that's it. Uh, and and so, here's the thing, like these sanctions, TV. 
these sanctions aren't hurting Putin. You know what I mean? He's a yeah. very wealthy person. He's going to sleep yes. in a, he's going to take a bath in a golden bathtub tonight. Uh, the people over there are not the enemy. And I, I really, I, 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 yeah. under, I understand the sanctions. I get it, but you're crippling the wrong people. You know, it's, it sucks yeah. for them. I, I have, like I said, I got a couple friends in Moscow, uh, Cosmo, uh, Roman, they're, they're, they're wonderful people. They do stuff on yeah. in film just like we do. They're no different than you and I, uh, they're funny as hell. And they're, they're trying to laugh this thing off, even though it, and funny thing is like, you look over there and their, their gas is probably way cheaper than it is over here, but they make a 10th of what we make. So it, it's, it's a, it kind of balances itself out in a, in a horrible way. But I'm, I'm yeah. just really, yeah. uh, how can we help, like, the people of Ukraine? It's, do, do you suggest any, like, certain charities? Because you always got to be weary of who you give your money and, and everything to these days. Everyone's out to scam you. Um, yeah, yeah. There, there are a couple of official websites where the people can donate. And uh, also... Um, we we saw last week on the Monica uh, Santa Monica Street, like lots of Ukrainian people over there. You know they are um, trying to help. You know organize some community, collecting food, money, everything, organize delivery to Ukraine. So um, lots of people actually from from different part of the world uh, help. As much as possible, you know, not everyone able to donate money, but some people work in IT industry, some people work in the media industry, some people uh, can physically help, you know, to cook to like lots of people in Kiev right now, um, like many restaurants right now are open. They do not cook usually, they do not provide usually menu food, but they cook for army. And for people who are join army, uh, yeah. And I think everyone can help. Mm, depends on their uh, ability, and um, of course. Um, uh, so um, let's let's talk about something positive. Let's say this thing yeah. is just over with. Okay. Let's say it's it's yeah. it's done. Ukraine survives this. They start to rebuild. That's the best case scenario at this point. There's already been so much damage done, um, but you start to rebuild, and I I can get my get my butt over there because I've always it, Ukraine has like a and I'm not just saying this because it's trendy. It's the, the trendy country right now. I've been saying this to you for years. It's just it's a place that calls to me for some weird reason i don't know what it is it's ukraine poland and like a couple places in england are places that i just have to go before it's all over for me so uh yeah. things are back to normal whether it takes a year two years it's never going to be normal again but as close to normal as possible where are we going to go what are we going to eat what am i going to see what's the culture like over there what are what 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 have we been all what have all of us been missing on this side of the earth? Oh, Ukraine is such a beautiful country. You know, like it's like it's like Switzerland. When you go to the west, you see the mountains. You see the such a beautiful forest. It's like Ukraine is incredible place for visit and. Um, 
Kyiv is like with very many many different styles of like Kyiv is incredible city with a uh, food uh, street culture fashion culture uh, and uh, gastro culture nightclubs culture like you know you just um, yeah you just uh, once these horrible things will be over you definitely have to go to ukraine and visit um by your eyes you know i recommend you what are we, um, what are we having for dinner <laughs> what's your favorite place what's your favorite place and what's your favorite meal over there at that favorite place my favorite place is the area around Golden Gate, actually. So, and I love the restaurant called Honey and Zigzag. Yeah, and um, like actually, even you know, I love um, the place um, in the very city center called Mimosa with incredible pizza. I even never tried such a pizza in Italy when I was there. So lots of lots of interesting places. The, my favorite food, of course, I love breakfast. So can I can I say like my favorite part of the of the meal? I mean the you know usually people go to dinner, but I prefer go for breakfast. That's so funny. <laughs> I literally just made bacon and eggs like <laughs> like a half an hour ago yeah. right before I. Uh... <laughs> I uh, got on yeah, this podcast. It's it's my favorite yeah. too. I'm on a really strict diet right now, so I can't have all the pancakes and waffles and all that things. But uh, yeah, bacon and eggs all day long, every day. Well, what's <laughs> yeah. a what's a Ukrainian breakfast? What, what does that consist of? Um, I don't have typical Ukrainian breakfast. Usually, I eat uh, the same what people eat here. Um, so eggs with salmon with avocado salad. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, of course, we have, like, traditional Ukrainian uh, food, like bareniki, like borscht. Uh, it's uh, borscht, you know. It's oh, I love boiled, borscht. Uh, vegetables. Yeah, yeah, with a sour cream. So, um, yeah, we cook borscht um, even here. So it's not that difficult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but in Ukraine, there are many places with the... Uh, incredible food incredible food but the, the most beautiful are places parks um like beautiful sports especially park you know last um i remember like i i was starting doing uh wake surfing two years ago and there are very nice spot called city swell city swell and so you can rent a boat you can take a you can grab um uh, boards and and you know, having uh, like riding on the river called Dnipro, like many things what to do. And um, I, I love Kiev. This is my home in my heart. My heart belongs to Kiev. Yeah. And uh, but right now, most like lots of my friends uh, left Ukraine as I did. Well, that's, uh, I'm just really glad you're safe. I had like three or yeah. four names that came to my mind as soon as this stuff, and you were one of them. And uh, I couldn't get a hold of you for a little while, probably for obvious reasons. And uh, I'm just really glad you're safe. I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Um, Thank you. 
I, I honestly just wanted to redirect the conversation to something positive, you know, food. And yeah. I, I've always, yeah. I just can't tell you again and again, I've always wanted, and I will go there uh, one way or another. Um, unless this whole thing spirals into World War III and we start doing all the stupid stuff we thought we were done with doing years ago uh, and worrying about, like when I, in the 80s, like nuclear war was the scariest thing in the world. It was I remember crying myself to sleep, wondering if, you know, the bomb was going to go off and how over-exaggerated they were selling that to everybody back in the day. Yeah. It wasn't as big of a threat as they think it was, you know. Uh, but I, I, are they doing that now? Are they, is, every, is, is the news, which is owned by, you know, the rich people, um, are they trying to scare us, like, the world through this Ukrainian incident and, like, talking up what could yeah. happen and all this stuff and all these nuclear threats and all these things. And, oh, no, China's getting involved and this is happening. And, you know, Iran is bombing Iraq and oh, the world's going to World War Three is finally here. And I hate the news so much because they yeah. seem like they're ecstatic about it. They seem like they're thrilled about it. Like, oh, right, this is going to be great. We got all this stuff yeah. to talk about. And they don't they rarely ever factor in the, the human just your story alone. You know, it's like, damn it. Like I'm watching, I watch like DW, which is a German news uh, station. Have you heard of that? It's yeah. Deutsche Well, I think it's called. And uh, yeah. it's straight to the point. It doesn't seem to be agenda laced. It's just reporting. You know, I kind of love that. And uh, do you think it's worse or it's pretty spot on what the American uh 24-7, you know, entertainment news is reporting. Do you think that's pretty accurate, or do you think it's being blown up at all? Mm, or exaggerated? My position, <laughs> my position in media, you know, pretty much the same as yours. And, uh, you know, the media show us depends on, you know, what the strategy and what the style and genre they have. You know, and also they understand local audience and what they want to listen and they what want to want to watch. I mean, you know, like messy <laughs> with my words, but still, um, different country has different culture code. It means uh, it put on the news what we see, and um, um, actually. When we see American news, uh, and I'm more familiar with American news and their, their media content, um, I see here. And um, but when we talk about very local German media or Czech or, for example, Adriatic region, for me, it's you know, the America is so far away from Ukraine. But uh, when we talk about Slovenia or Slovakia, it's close country. It's almost neighbor. But once, um, what I want to say, um, I visited, I was attending NEM market. It's a new European market called NEM, um, based in Dubrovnik, Croatia. So, and I was attending because, like, international distributor, I um, had meetings with buyers and acquisition manager there. So, and what I realized when trying to say that, what I realized, that market is not familiar to us. That people, like, you know, they have internal news, internal content, they share between each other and they don't care about Ukraine, other country, Poland, or, uh, you know, or France or Germany. 
this the same situation in Germany. So we see completely local news and what their uh, local audience uh, would love to eat. And it means that everything what we read and everything what we watch from uh, from different countries is just only because uh, we have different audience, just only because they want to um, they want to see that. You know what I mean. I, I don't know if I explain you. Correct. Oh, I get it. It's so, it's an agenda. Sorry. It's all it is. You know, you got billionaires that own a news thing, and they tell you what to say. Pretty much, uh, it's the difference between Fox News and CNN. It's it's gross. Yeah. I'm not a Biden yeah. guy. I certainly the hell am not a Trump guy. But you know, I'm 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 a a independent. You know what I mean? I I don't buy into it. Anybody who's radical or fanatical about anything, especially yeah, a president. Like you know what you want, you know your president Zelensky. I don't know what you think about him, but I I'm kind of I'm so proud. I'm, I'm so, digging the guy. So I I like I said I don't know him. I don't know anything his past. I don't know anything that went into making him president. But all I know is he was a funny ass comedian. He was a good actor, and he's a, yeah. just leading this country. Like oh my, this guy's like a hero. It's. We will never have that in the United States again. We always get the 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 biggest, most popular dipshit we can get in there, and I got a bad feeling that's just going to keep going and going and going and going. Like our choices this year were an eighty year old senile guy or a bloated trust fund baby pervert. You know, and I'm like, oh yeah, god, this actually, is who we. You know- you know, Brendan, sorry, interrupted you, no, no, but no. Uh, actually, I still try to understand what is a promo news and what is a real. Because, for example, uh, like uh, a couple of, uh, I mean, yesterday, the, uh, the Biden posted tweet, tweeted like, uh, uh, like, we will definitely uh, send Ukraine money, uh, weapons, every sh- everything. We will send food, aid to save Ukrainian lives. We will welcome Ukrainian refugees with open arms. This is what I read, open arms. But when I spoke to lawyer a couple of days ago here, I had no open arms here, no rules to, to be safe here, I mean legally. Of course, I'm lucky, you know, to uh, to have a friend here, still have my job, which is uh, which is Ukrainian company, and I don't know for how long I will I will have a ch- I will have opportunity to get my salary. But when I see the president's tweet like open arms, I can see the open arms, and just met homeless yesterday uh, on the corner, like between uh, Weho West Hollywood and Beverly Hills, and he was trying me, like you know, like put trash on me. I was uh, running away from her. It was just you know some some homeless. I don't know how to say that people who just walking with a very um, strange uh, look. Well, our presidents don't write their own stuff. You know that. I mean, that is a press release. That is marketing. That is, uh, you know, Biden didn't wake up this morning and go, oh, I got to put out a tweet about the Ukrainian people. No, that's BS. There's no way he his thumbs ever touched a phone when it came to that. Um, I think the only president that has done that is Trump. And unfortunately, (laughs) he, you know, probably did do his own stuff. 
uh, which was embarrassing. So I don't want to blame. I don't want to bl- blame people. Of course, I, I, I do not understand politics things, and but I still trying to understand what is a, uh, what is a promo, what is a marketing, and what is the truth. Anything yeah. you hear from politics is marketing or agenda pushing or lobbying or any of that stuff. Don't believe any of it. it it's, they'll make you feel nice and fuzzy and warm, and then they'll just not do anything. Uh, are they giving money? I, I don't know. I haven't seen it personally, but I imagine they are. Are they sending weapons? I, I guess they are. I don't know. Um, it could all be uh, you know just part of the script. Who knows? All I know is that you're safe, but a lot of people are not. And a lot of people, it's already too late. And I hate this so freaking much. Yeah. Uh, But all I can do is tell you that as far as open arms go, uh, don't worry about the president, but ours are open. You know, the American people are, I I won't say they're as generous as the people in Poland. (laughs) Those people are amazing. Uh, Oh, my gosh. They are such a kindness. Uh, lots of love. Uh, Poland provides us uh, Ukrainian refugees a free medical care, uh, free transport. Everything is for free, and like it's something. It's uh, unbelievable. Yeah, and not only do we will we never have a president like uh, you know Volodymyr Zelensky. We'll, we'll, we will never have people like the people in Poland. That I, I tell you what, if a million Ukrainian refugees showed up on the southern border and wanted to come into this country right now, no freaking way would that happen. There would be riots and protests and shootings because our people suck. That's just about it. I'm not telling you anything you probably don't already know, but our, I mean, not all of them. Not all of our people. We yeah, got amazing yeah, people. Of it. it depends on personality, of course. Oh, exactly. It's, just... it's a million shades of gray. Everybody's different. Uh, do I have room in my apartment for anybody? No. But if it was a life or death situation, yeah, I got a big couch. You know what I mean? It's. I just, I just yeah. hate this whole situation. I'm hoping it goes away soon. If I don't know how long you're going to be here. Uh, if you ever want to come to Colorado, you got a place here. Uh, I told Thank you I got you. a big couch. I'd love to show you this beautiful country just like i want to see your beautiful country and um we should make that happen i'll be in la in a few weeks i think i I don't know what my my calendar's crazy right now but um we've got to meet up while you're here i think that would be so much fun i would love to get to know you and uh damn it uh i just want i know i just want it to end that doesn't mean anything or do anything but that's all i got so i on your behalf and on everybody's behalf uh Let's just get this shit over with, man. I uh, hope and the best best case scenario, you know, the people of Russia wake up and get that guy out of power. uh, And hopefully, you know, another snake head doesn't rise up when you cut the other snake head off. Russia could be such a wonderful place. And I'm sure in some points it is. There's wonderful people over there. It could be so much. I'm not saying to Western. You know, lots of Russians, lots of Russians who live here in Ukraine are so, uh, in the U.S., are so smart. You know, lots of Russian people in Ukraine, they are smart. They are really understand the situation. So, I mean, the, the, uh, I guess it's just 10% from the whole um, population, Russian population, because most of them are blind, yeah. really. Well, they're, they're being blinded. Yeah, they yeah they're being blinded. They have no, you know, they can't just go on YouTube and look at stuff. I mean, at one point they could, but not now. Uh, it's, 
it's 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 incredible if you really sit back and look at it and you know the united states I don't is know. I, don't, I don't know why they hate ukrainians why they hate us you guys are the know. same people nothing it's the same people you guys are brothers and sisters they even call you a brother nation so I, it, uh, yeah, we we are, but not anymore, Brandon. No, and not definitely anymore. not anymore. We have we have different we have, we have different history path. Uh, we have different like uh, you know like especially when you visit Ukraine, you will see how different we are. Especially uh, you know Ukraine. Ukraine started being developing uh, like countries like last uh, we are independent from all of that Soviet Union Union uh, already 30 years and uh, while the 30 years we you know we were so we, we are so free we very freedom we feel very freedom we're like a nation very freedom nation we are able to change government to go uh, out and what and um, and say and show our voice. Russians are not able to show their voice. So this is a difference. Uh, and look at the look at the Russia. Putin already like twenty years like president. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Twenty years or something. Yeah, last twenty years we changed like four presidents in Ukraine. So. And I don't know. It's just maybe, maybe they are jealous that we are so, we have so much freedom, <laughs> or I don't know. I don't know. I think it's, it's uh, a psychotic nature of a very few people in Russia that's not only destroying that country, but now destroying your country, and it everyone's being roped into it, and it's just pointless. It's so pointless. If, and I'm and I'm sure it's not pointless to them. I'm sure they have very good reasons. And you know, like I said, the United States is far from not being at fault. But uh, damn it, I, I just want this. Um, <laughs> again, wanting does nothing. Yeah. Want, wanting means nothing. But I'm hoping that everything just goes back to a different type of normal. It's almost like COVID. Yeah. You know, we, we we we're getting back to a different type of normal after two and a half years now, or two years now. Yeah. And I'm hoping this. Uh, ah, it's just it's just stupid. I, I want, I, Brenda, I want COVID back. I really want COVID, <laughs> COVID period back, <laughs> because um, like now people say, oh, COVID was something. No one think about mask. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. COVID's done over there. There's no masks. Yeah, it's like what are we doing? Um, well, please keep in touch with me, okay? And. Um, I mean, make me the 412th person you call if you come up with anything. Uh, because, thanks for having me. Thanks, oh, not at all. We, we just, like I said, I'm a little speechless because I there's nothing that I can say or do or anything like that. But I just wanted you to be able to tell your story. And uh, if you want to put together any little clips or want me to put together anything for you or anything like that, please let me know. I can't do anything, you know, so I can do what I can do. And uh, I'm at your uh, disposal if you need me. So uh, thank you thank for... Thank you. You're th- so, so kind. I, that's all I got is kindness. So um, thank you for joining me. And uh, please stay safe. Stay here as long as you want. And get your butt to Colorado because I want to show you some mountains and stuff. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's talk about this. All right. <laughs> all right, Alina. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, love. I don't know her that well. I think I just got to know her a whole lot better. Uh Always seemed like such a beautiful person, um, just gore- just a beautiful person. You know what I mean? Like, 
how else can you describe it? That's like one of the few times I think I've ever found myself um, a little tongue-tied and like searching for words that, uh, cause it's, I don't, again, I don't know shit. You don't know shit. You know what I mean? Unless you're over there listening to my podcast for some reason, which is weird. Um, but we don't know shit. We don't know what it's like. We don't know what it's like to hear a, a, a siren go off, hearing some rumbling in the background, grabbing like, okay, what if that happened right now? Okay. What am I going to grab? I don't have to worry about that because I'm in a safe spot and it's probably never going to happen unless, like I said, World War III starts sparking off, then we all got to worry. <sighs> but what do I grab? My cat, my cameras, you know, my camera backpack, stuff everything in there, maybe some hard drives, laptop, um, and I'm already carrying way too much stuff. You know what I mean? I got I put my cat in, in her little backpack. I got my camera backpack. I get both of those on, and then I got two hands. Okay, I, I mean, I got some guns and stuff I'd take to, I guess. I, uh, And then leave. Everything I'm looking at, everything I've built, everything I've worked for, all the stuff that I got from the road, all my family heirlooms. You know, I got my, a lock of my grandmother's hair right there. I've got just, it's just stuff, you know, honestly. But there are important things that we want to take with us, you know. Imagine, okay, well, boom, 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 woo, 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 there's the alarm, blah, 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 blah. We're all freaking out. Your heart's racing. You can't think straight. You're gathering all your stuff. You're stuffing it into whatever bags and backpacks you can. Your cat's meowing like crazy and trying to run from you because he's scared of the bombs. Or if you got a dog, same thing. And then you run out. Oh, kids. (laughs) I guess I, you know, I only have my kid half time. So if I do have, if it happens when he's here, okay, I'm grabbing him and getting some clothes and stuff for him. I didn't even think about clothes. So, you know, getting his little stuff to occupy him, you know, some phone chargers and maybe some food and drinks. Okay. Now we have a freaking van full of stuff. Okay. And then like she said, you go stand in line for a couple hours at the ATM. Okay, fine. Cool. Then you go stand in line for a couple hours getting gas. Okay, fine too. And meanwhile, bombs are dropping. (laughs) <laughs> can you can you f- fucking lazy ass people comfort first world assholes freaking even think about that shit i don't mean to yell at you i don't mean to call you all this stuff but that's what we are we can't imagine this stuff we barely made it through just a global sickness i gotta wear a mask uh, i don't want to get a vaccine there's a microchip in there from bill gates uh, it's gonna track me Meanwhile, you're typing that into a cell phone that does the exact same fucking thing, idiot. Oh, I don't like cussing this much. I told myself I wouldn't cuss as much, but sometimes you just got to throw a good fur in there, you know? This is happening right now. I know it, it's like she said, it's, it's like when you're watching it on the news, it's like a movie. Not a freaking movie, man. Put yourself in that situation. Like I told you last week, my friend Nazar is just, he had to help his grandparents over like a, a rubble pile or something like that. His wife was giving birth and had to move like everybody out of the maternity ward. I mean, what city was this? Uh, it wasn't Kiev, but it's a uh, car. I, doesn't matter. That's happening right now. Imagine you're giving birth or your wife's giving birth. You waited nine months. Oh, my God, we're going to see his face. 
And then the whole hospital packs up and leaves. And goes to a different location. (laughs) Yeah, your happy situation, the best day of your life, just turned into a freaking nightmare. Why? It's 2022, dude. There's no reason to be shooting at each other. And that goes for like here too, locally. There's no reason to pick up a gun and aim it at anybody. That's a sign of weakness. I have guns for self-defense. If you break into my house, you break into my van, you threaten me or my kids or even my friends, I'm going to shoot you in the freaking head. I have hollow tip bullets. It's not going to be pretty. That's the only reason I have that stuff in self-defense. I would never pull that gun first or in on offense, never. And that goes for armies. That goes for presidents and prime ministers and chancellors or whatever the hell they're called or whatever the hell Putin calls himself. There's no reason to drop bombs on people. None. It's just, it doesn't make sense. It didn't make sense. Like I said, when we were doing that shit to Iraq, have you ever met anybody from Iraq? Like, like I said with Alina, I'm sure there's assholes in Iraq. I guarantee you there's unlimited amounts of assholes in Iraq. But the people that I know from Iraq and Iran are amazing. They're like the most generous, generous, hospitable people that you've ever met. Funny. I don't. And I was in the army and they started talking about bombing Afghanistan like before 9-11, which made no sense to us. We're sitting there going, why are we going to go bomb Afghanistan? So, yeah, if you want a conspiracy theory, there's one for you. It's not that kind of show, though. But I kept thinking, back then, it was just, I was stupid, just like so many of you, just like so many people here were so dumb. All I was thinking, oh, yeah, I get to shoot my MLRS and wipe out a grid square. Yeah, that was what we always said with the MLRS multiple launch rocket system. Yeah, we're going to wipe out a grid square with one freaking box of rockets. Yeah. How fucking stupid was I to say that? There's people living that are just like us that have day jobs and kids and families and dance recitals and dreams and goals. And I'm over here talking about wiping out their entire neighborhood. The fuck? I was an idiot. But that's what they programmed me to be in the army. Now you got people here just like, oh, that's a pretty bomb over Kiev. Or Kiev. Look at that. Oh, that's cool. Oh, look at the death toll. It keeps going up. Oh, and the news just keeps pumping that information at you, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, here's our death toll. Yeah. Oh, look at these bombs going into an apartment building where kids lived. Look at this hospital being blown up. Oh, look at the visuals. Yeah, that's going to keep you watching, isn't it? Yeah, our ratings going to go through the roof. We can sell more ads than ever when there's a war out there. It's wonderful. They love it. Anyways, I'm in a bad mood now. Um, <laughs> I'm not in a bad mood. I'm, I'm still tired, but it gives a shit. I'm just, um, yeah, I'm tired because I only got five hours of sleep in two days. 
Alina didn't get any sleep, hardly sleeping in a freaking Mini Cooper with three other people and a dog in a Mini Cooper for five days didn't sleep worth a shit. And I'm going to complain? No, nothing we have to complain about right now. Nothing that we have to complain about that isn't life or death is worth complaining about. Shut up. I'm telling myself that. Shut up. Brandon, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Simple as that. Sorry for dropping more F-bombs on you, but I deserve that one. (sighs) So yeah, Alina is amazing. I mean that. I really... (laughs) I, I all I can do is offer like a platform for her voice if she wants it, uh, and that goes for anybody in Ukraine or even Russia. The Russian people are welcome to use a Psy TV. They're welcome to use my podcast. They're welcome to use my YouTube presence. They're welcome to use whatever. I reached out to the people with the Different Russia show. Uh, it's on YouTube. It's called Different Russia, and it, it just shows like daily living there. And there's another guy. Uh, oh, I can't dance sheets or something like that. Both Russian people. I've been watching them for years. This isn't like a new thing. I watch a lot of YouTube, but uh, dare I say too much. I've been watching these guys for years, and now they're being sanctioned, and they're going to stores and showing everything closing and showing the prices of everything and gas and all that. I offered them. I said, dude, send me your videos through, I don't know if Dropbox is still working or email. I'm sure email is still working. Email me your videos, whatever you want to do. I'll figure it out. I'll put them together for you and put them on YouTube for you. I will do that for you. I I have no problem doing that. That goes to anybody in Ukraine or anybody who's getting their ass kicked by Russia. There's YouTubers in Russia. Okay. There's a lot of them. I know several of them. There's YouTubers in Ukraine, like Olga. And, uh, uh, there's another one that I watch and I'm just, they're not, they can't make money doing this anymore. It's stupid. So, you know, use me, okay? I've got very little free time, but my free time is yours. Alina, my free time is yours. Uh, I'll show you around the country, whatever. I just, I I can distract you and (laughs) uh, feed you and make you laugh and tell jokes, bad jokes. And I, I, that's all I got because I can't go over there with a M16. I I don't have extra funds to send anybody because uh, you got to take care of your inner circle before you take care of the world. That's just a simple fact. Uh, nobody can deny that. If I have extra, guess what? I, I've, I have sent stuff, but it's private. Don't worry about it. Mm. Anyways, I need to cheer up. And uh, the one person that always cheers me up, her name is Chantel Danga. Uh, and next week, we're getting ready to launch another podcast together called It's Complicated with Chantel and Brandon. Shannon Brand. Um She's wonderful. Uh, she's just, uh, I'm just, honestly, I got two beautiful, beautiful, strong, awesome women here on this show today. Um, I don't believe in International Women's Month or any of that crap. Uh, every day should be Women's Month. Every day should be Black History Month. Every day should be Latino History Month. Every day should be Caucasian History Month. You know what? Judge people by character action and skill that is it character action and skill and stop separating everybody by oh here's a month for you black people it's stupid it really is it really is stupid yeah you should cherish anybody martin luther king absolutely you should worship the ground the guy walked on 
365 days a year, if that, if you got time for that. Every day should be Martin Luther King Day. Every day should be freaking John F. Kennedy Day, Henry Wallace Day, Brandon Bishop Day. I'm kidding. But, you know, I'm just saying it's I, I hate the, the separation that we get from titles and all that. I'm, I'm, I'm going down another road here that's negative. I don't want to. I got to get out of it. I'm just angry. I'm angry that. Kids are dying for no reason. I'm angry that people are losing their homes like Alina for no freaking reason. There's there's no reason. Yeah, there's a reason. Of course there is. And it's usually green and it, you know, you can fold it up and stick it in your wallet. That's the reason all this is happening. Don't let anybody tell you differently. It's not cultural stuff. It's not a, it's military strategic points and money. That is it. And if you believe otherwise, you're just being fooled by those who are fooling you. And it's an old saying, who's the bigger fool, the fool or the fool that follows the fool? I'm not following any more fools, and I hope you don't either. To include me, I'm a fool, don't follow me. But uh, if you agree with what I'm saying, then cool. If you don't, then cool, whatever. We're all different shades of gray. We all have our freaking opinions. I'm not trying to change yours. I'm just in a position with the show to tell you mine. Oh, and tell you the opinions of other people. Okay, that's it. That's it. No more negativity. I'm going to distract myself now because I'm just going down a negative road. And I don't want to be down that negative road. There's potholes on that negative road and there's bears down there in the trees. I can see them. They're looking at me. They're waiting for me to come down. They're going to make a nice meal out of me. They're going to turn me into a human salmon and skin me alive and eat me. There's bears, stupid bears down there. Uh, I'm going to go down this road, which is the road to Chantal Danga, the host of Asai TV's A Call to Adventure Love this girl. I uh, can't wait to start doing our podcast next week. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to talk for another hour a week. I'm going to have some strong, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, vocal cords. I can, like, flex them, like, and just impress everybody. That's that's what I'm trying to do here. Just impress everybody. So let me give Chantel a call, and we're going to talk about this podcast, and I'll uh, do my best not to uh, admit my undying love for her. <laughs> She'll kick me in the dick if I do, so not a chance. Chantal. Hey, how's it going? Hey, girlfriend, what's up? Not much, not much. How about for you? I have been uh, complaining about being tired. (laughs) That's about it. I think that's my day so far. Uh, Yeah, so uh, interesting conversations and just whining like a true little bitch about not getting any sleep. But uh, that is something you're quite familiar with because you are uh, in the profession of not getting much sleep. Yes, I have definitely become an expert level on that front. <laughs> exactly. And you're, you're, you're midwifing, which I always thought was like like uh, like somebody you dated on the side. <laughs> like you're my midwife, okay? And I got my normal wife, but you're my midwife. It just sounds... Like a position of infidelity to me. Totally, but like more committed, right? It's like not like side chick. It's like midwife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or, or maybe, you, or maybe you're not <laughs> fully, yeah, committed to it. I'm, I'm just like midwife with her for now. Yeah, it's like we're trialing it out. We're just seeing if it's gonna work. What is a midwife? I think I know. Yeah, um, I essentially help women be healthy and deliver their babies. So it's kind of like this and that. Um, a lot of people are like, oh, midwives, they only deal with pregnancy and babies. But no, we really we take care of women throughout 
their lifespan, which is fun. So you got your hands in all sorts of places, literally and figuratively. I know. I probably have had my hands in more vaginas than most men in my life. Wow. That's that's a lofty goal. (laughs) (laughs) It's just one of those facts. (laughs) You want to compare, Chantel? Come on, let's make a list. Let's make a list. Come on. (laughs) Let me smell your fingers. All right. It's disgusting. <laughs> well, I'm going to take more of your sleep away from you because I believe next week you and I are going to be talking uh, for at least an hour a week about mm-hmm. such things as vaginas and wieners and sex and relationships and all kinds of stuff as we are going to launch a podcast together, a radio show. I like to say radio show because, you know, podcast is I get a podcast. Yeah, who doesn't? But you know, I like to say our, our radio show, our talk show, which is going to be called It's Complicated with Chantel and Brandon. I put your name first because you're, you know, you're the focal point of this thing. It's not an alphabetical deal. It's, But I'm excited about it, and I wanted to give, uh, in the wrestling world where I've been for many, many decades, uh, it's called The Rub. You give somebody oh, The I Rub. Like yeah, you give them the I rub. Think the rub sounds good. Yeah, so I'm giving that podcast the rub on this podcast. So what do you? I we don't even know what we're gonna like. Really, we haven't really sat and done anything <laughs> to plan for this thing. But what do you think is going to happen next Wednesday? We're not sure. We're gonna pick a day when we air these. It'll probably be like Thursday or something like that. Uh, just so we can have a consistent, you got to be consistent, but what do you think is going to happen on this thing? I mean, it's going to be amazing, crazy discussion. And I mean, I wouldn't miss it if I were y'all. It's just, it's just what I'm saying. Well, we can have guests and we can have a different topic every week. And if you have a topic that you'd like us to talk about, we do have a Facebook page now. I know that's huge to have a Facebook page. (laughs) Yes. Because not any 14-year-old can make a Facebook page. But no, there is a Facebook page called It's Complicated with Chantel and Brandon, the podcast or whatever. It's a long title, whatever. Um, I actually got locked out of Facebook for like a few hours because I couldn't get the title right. Because I'm (laughs) so used um to start again. <laughs> no, I, exactly. It's like, no, this title's bad and it's all in red and flashing lights and knock on the door and everything. I'm like, oh my God, what, what, what am I doing wrong here? So apparently you can't have all capital letters and I had complicated in capital letters. Like, you know, screw you, Brandon. Like, how, how, how did you not know that? But I had to do it. Like, I mean, I didn't know that. I no, Nope. All caps, no go. Exactly. They're like, you're a dick for doing that. I'm like, I don't you're know shouting. what I do. <laughs> Yeah. And then they then they put me in Facebook jail for like the first time I've ever been in Facebook jail just because I couldn't get the title of our new Facebook page right. Right, that's funny. It's like not even for some inappropriate image or anything. It's like, no, you're all caps. Exactly. It's too much. <laughs> Hopefully they don't listen to the podcast because it's going to get naughty. Yeah. It's going to get juicy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not me. I've I've heard you talk. You are the proverbial drunken pirate. Of all people that I know, and it's the your oh, yes. finest quality by all means. Um, <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> well, we haven't been on a road trip in a long time filming your show, uh, A Call to Adventure, which bums me out because those are some of my favorite road trips because we just go into these outlandish conversations, and that that's kind of where I thought, like, hey, we should do this and like share our, these conversations with the masses. Um, totally. <laughs> 
So, I mean, we should give them just a taste because I know you've got to take kids to dentists and stuff like that. What are you doing today? What's Yes, that's uh, that's actually it. Um, oh. Taking an orthodontist appointment, so yank their teeth um, out. Yeah, I got to do the parent thing, you know. <laughs> oh, I definitely know. Yeah, I wake up at six o'clock in the morning after being awake at three thirty in the morning, uh, working, and then waking up at six and taking my kid a half hour to his school, and then drive a half hour back, and then by the time you get back, you're just like, you know, why, I can't go to sleep now. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I haven't had any time for myself to do anything fun. And so the next thing you know, it's two o'clock in the morning and you have to get up in a couple hours. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. So I, like, I, do, I don't need sleep. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is that? So I do appreciate you giving me uh, and, or spending an hour a week with me. And I, I, I'm really looking forward to it. It's called It's Complicated with Chantel and Brandon or Shannon Bran. Yes. So, it sounds like a cereal. Shannon Brand. I know, right? It's like, we can't shit. Eat some <laughs> Shannon Brand. <laughs> uh, we could talk about being on the carnivore diet and pooping. That is the worst. I gave... I, I give birth. I don't poop, okay? Pooping is fun. Pooping is like, yes, I get the poop. This is great. Where's my phone? You know, I'll play a game, whatever. Like, this is like literally like... He's <laughs> breathing deep through it. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like... Brandon, visualize. I, I almost want to call you to talk me through it. Like, can you midwife this for me, please? Like, this Can is, you midwife this giant stool have coming out? This is so bad. This is literally a baby. I hate this so much. And I got this bad. Day. Afterwards, you feel amazing. Oh you no, 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 amazing. no! Like when you, when you, when you crown. <laughs> yes. Oh, the ring of fire is real, especially on your butthole. Oh my <laughs> god! And I mean, yeah, the carnivore diet's great. I've lost thirty-five pounds. I got some confidence back. I feel good. My blood pressure's back to normal. My freaking all my levels are good. I just had a doctor's appointment, but anyway, it was just that part of it is just the freaking worst. Like, oh my <laughs> god, it's. But like you said, though, after like, you know, the gopher head pops out, it's like, you're just like, this is amazing. This is the oh, best. Yeah. I'm in heaven. I don't need women. I don't need like tasty food. I don't, I just need this feeling. But anyway, the smell, man. Yeah. <laughs> how was your last poop? Anyway, it's, I mean, pretty good. I'm pretty regular. Thank God. Also, it's probably the coffee that I drink. Oh, uh, I you know what? A lot, a lot of coffee. Yeah. So it's very I'd, much like clockwork. I'm on a coffee <laughs> regimen and I just discovered these things called uh, super coffee. And oh. it's like by K2KITU. I just found one at Safeway today. They're like pre packaged. And I was drinking their creamers before that with my normal Keurig stuff. But uh, the super coffee, that, that's like, that was the trigger. It was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I drank the super coffee and I was like, oh, that was good. And like 20 minutes later, you're like, oh God, I gotta, I, I'm running. Like, just help me, please. <laughs> you're like, just let me get to the toilet. <laughs> just follow me with a shovel, please. Just don't let anything bad happen. Thank God I'm single and alone. This is uh, Yeah. There's somewhere I'm like, okay, I need to light 20 candles after this. <laughs> a poopery. <laughs> Yes, the spray. I've oh, seen I love it. it. Actually, I've heard good things. I've seen it. I really haven't used it. Um, <laughs> but my friends who things. would get it for gag gifts were like, no, no, it works. No, no, it's not a gag. There's nothing, it doesn't yeah, make you gag. It's, it's real. perfect. I yeah, got it, I got it for the van. You know, I've been doing the van living thing. Yeah. And I just, you know, because sometimes when you're in a van, you stink. I'm sorry. It is sometimes you just cut one and it's like, oh dude, like that is that is bad. And the windows don't help, you know, and it's whatever. But you know, I got this little poopery at like camping world. It was like eleven dollars for this little bottle. And you just spray it once and it's like, oh, 
damn, that's like beautiful. You're like all of a sudden running through a field with lemon trees and, and lavender and it's, oh, this is great. And so I bought a bunch for the bathroom and I just like literally spend probably a quarter of my income now on, uh, you know, poopery. I mean, I think I need to jump on the poopery um, bandwagon. <laughs> well, I, I think we gave people a nice little hint of what these conversations are going to be. That was actually <laughs> unintentional. This is real life stuff. But we're going to talk about <laughs> we're going to talk about being single parents. We're going to talk about you know dating and past relationships and you know all the all the kinky stuff, all the non kinky stuff, all the just you know life, man. Where it's you know. We're two single parents, and we've been single parents for quite a while, you know. Um, yep. I think we're pretty good at being single parents. At least we're used to it. So I, why exactly. not? I'm like, are we just in the monkey house, or are we just? <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I just figured it would be a cool thing to share our experiences, maybe some advice, learn things from people, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. talk to other people in the fields that we're going to be covering and just uh, have fun. I get to spend an hour with one of my favorite people on the entire floating blue rock that we call Earth uh, uh, once a week, and that's awesome for me. So I am very looking forward to it, and I guess we're going to start recording next week. Well, tune in because it's going to be some good stuff. Cool. Well, you go back to your momming, and I'm going to go back to my uh, I'm making turkey pin rolls, uh, pinwheels. Delicious. Oh yeah, it's honey maple. I haven't eaten lunch yet, so I need to figure out something to eat. We'll get some like deli turkey. Make sure they slice it thick so you can roll it and it won't fall apart. A little cream cheese mm-hmm. on top of that, and a little bit of like gherkin pickles. You know, jerking a gherkin, and roll <laughs> roll them up. Slice them with a. It has to be a very sharp knife. And then you got these oh. little like pinwheel snacks just sitting in your fridge, and they're all like oh you know very very keto, very carnivore, whatever. But. It's so good. Like, oh, my God, I could eat like my problem is I eat like all of them at once. Like, oh, I got a pound of turkey and a whole, you know, block of cream cheese and like 15 pickles. And, you know, it sounds so good. Well, I will. If we ever do this in person, I will make pinwheels. We'll get some wine and we'll just chat. It'll be a a special occasion. I love it. Everything about it. (laughs) Cool. Will you be safe? I love your face. And I'll talk to you uh, this week. All right, sounds great. Bye, darling. Bye. That was Chantel, my sister from another Mister. I can't wait to get the uh, It's Complicated uh, podcast started. It's completely different than this. Yes, I've talked relationship stuff. I've talked about ex-girlfriends. I've talked about all kinds of stuff on this podcast, personal stuff, but this is going to take it to a next level. And not only do you hear about all of my failures, um, and uh, some, you know, mild successes in the, in the field of love, in the field of love. You get to hear her side of it, too. So it's a single guy, a single woman, and uh, we're both parents, and we're both moving ahead. We're both professionals. We're both busting our ass to make it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing how this thing grows every week and just talking to her for an hour a week. I, I love that girl. I really do. Infectious, addictive personality. Just, um, I'm, I'm grateful that she's in the life of Brandon. Um, what else are we going to do, man? I got mail. I haven't done mail in the last two weeks. I just don't feel like doing it. I've been talking for an hour and 22 minutes now. Um, so yeah, I think I'm just going to go ahead and put the, uh, pause button on, uh, this episode and pick it back up next week. 
thank you to Alina. Oh my God. Um, so good to talk to her. I'm so glad she's here and safe. Uh, I don't want to go down that road again, but I think by now, you know, uh, how I'm feeling inside. Not that it matters how I feel inside. It doesn't, but I imagine it's something that we all share. Uh, thank you, Chantel again. And uh, thank you for listening. Our numbers keep going up on this thing, dude. Like, thank you people for listening. Uh, tell a friend, keep it going, man. If they're if there's something that we're doing right, let me know. Uh, go to the Brandon Bishop Podcast Facebook page. Leave a comment. Leave a message. Um, it, it, we get a lot of we get a lot of people listening to this podcast, but no interaction on the Facebook page. And I think it's because I never mention it. <laughs> Pretty simple. So um, yeah, go there. Leave comments and let me know what you want me to talk about. Leave uh, me- questions you want me to answer. Not that I'm some all knowing superstar celebrity type. I'm not. But I've been around for almost 50 years now, and I think I know what the hell I'm talking about. And I think I know a thing or two, possibly three. So take care of each other. Be respectful. Don't be disrespectful. And I love you guys. Be safe. (sighs) I'm really tired. Again, who gives a shit? But I think it's time for a Brandon nap. Bye.